1: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, Oh, you
2: better believe it sticks. Let's kick some ass, baby. Two it pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. No Brady Quinn. Yes, he'll be back, but you can hang out <laughs> with us as always on the iHeartRadio app every single day. Uh, you can listen to this show on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Friday morning, we appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from live. the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there and unmatch selection fast free shipping free road hazard protection and over ten thousand recommended installers tire the way tire buying should be how the hell we feeling sticks
0: um i chose to take the physical challenge so i'm, I'm here
2: <laughs> you went to, uh... i don't
0: know what type of performance you're going to get from me today but you know i'm here
2: now, back in the day, the physical challenge was a reference to the great show Double Dare. And that would involve some kids, uh, you know, with uh, some crummy elbow pads and knee pads and dorky get ups. And they would slide down a chocolate slide and they'd grab a flag out of a Jeez. giant nose. Chocolate
0: slide. Yeah,
2: like all like it would just be these weird sort of uh, ride a bike through mud, yep. uh, like yep. just all this weirdo yep. stuff. Now, is Didn't that the you type? get
0: slimed in Double Dare?
2: Uh, probably.
0: Like oh, that that was that Double kind of, Dare you get slimed? I think, was like, I think you that, did get slimed. It was like Dare. a Nickelodeon thing. Yeah. Well, Something isn't that like where that. Double Dare was on? Yeah, of
2: course. Yeah. Mark. The great okay. Mark Summers was the host yeah. of that. Now, are you yeah, saying it that show. it was just some harmless shenanigans like that, like uh some physical challenges like that, or were these different types of physical challenges?
0: It was kind of along those lines, but it was a lot of LeVar Allens. Um they those those were inconsistent but it's all right what do you Um,
2: No. what what do you are you going to call out the bartending staff no
0: i'm not i'm not but i'm I'm just going to say i'm just going to say the 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 day started off really really strong the the bartender the first one knocked it out of the park and that was you know i i i didn't expect anything less until i got something less like it got so bad, it went so far downhill. Maybe it might have been me. Maybe I just wasn't coherent, <laughs> and I just thought they didn't taste good. I don't, I don't know. But the last one that was in front of me, I just couldn't even drink it. I was like, it just doesn't taste like a a Levar Allen. And I didn't want to be a diva, so I just sat it there and left it there. And um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't finish. I, I, I don't want to say I couldn't finish it off because I'm, I'm certain I could have probably knocked down at least two two-and-a-half and a half more sips um and and kind of be <clears throat> still coherent but um yeah it was uh it, it was it was a night man I was seeing Jeff Harding's and and coach Franklin came out and uh Pat craft the ad came out uh Kejana Carter was there it was OJ McDuffie's uh charitable foundation that that did a, a bowling deal Troy Drake Duffy yeah, Troy Drayton, at the, the the tight end, um, he was out. What um, up, Drayton? Blair Thomas. There, there was a ton of up, of legends that were were out last night, and uh, well, well, we had a good time. Yeah. Brandon Short, you know. Yeah. What yeah. up, Shorty? Uh, Short.
2: So here's the uh, here's the real question that a lot okay. of people want to know. Okay. Did you hit the over of five Levar Islands? Because that was set yesterday on the show. <laughs>
0: I did, I did. Okay, not two, not three, here, not four. LeBron James, but James. <laughs> but with that, but with that being said, I did not drink at two ten yesterday. So the reason why I would have said that would have been a bad bet to put a, put down on on that line was because the 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 cups. The mugs that they come in at two ten are yeah, really big. Yeah,
2: there for so, for people that aren't familiar, the the mugs you get at two ten for the Long Islands or the LeVar Islands in this case aren't your regular, you know, sixteen ounce pint glass. Like these no, are like, like little pitchers almost. Pitchers, yeah. yeah they're
0: they're small pitchers. <laughs>
2: so, so you rip a couple of those, and next thing you know, you're you, you, you're you trying to one. brush your you, you teeth rip, <laughs> with your
0: shoes. You rip <laughs> one, yeah. <laughs>
2: It's, it's a problem you, you,
0: you, you knock down two or three of those and you um you got everything you asked for so
2: <laughs> like, like you call downstairs like the tv's not working what's the problem the remote isn't <laughs> working they come upstairs you got a neutral grain bar in your hand yeah. like now buddy listen like oh, slow it down here here's a water let's uh let's sober up a bit uh listen you deserve it it's uh, it's Thank legends you. at Penn State, um, yeah, you know, uh, not known as, um, as College Station, like Lee Delap referred to it on the rundown no. yesterday. It is State Shut College. So, uh, yeah. so listen, you deserve, uh, deserve all the uh, the Lamar Islands you get. Now, I do have some good news for you, though.
0: Okay, give me some news, man. Because you
2: need something that's going to spark you back up,
0: all right? Okay. You need right. something
2: that's going to light you back up. Okay. You need something, and everybody needs something that's going to get their ass in gear here on a Friday morning. And I got just the thing. What is it? It's Football Friday. It's a Football Friday, right.
0: Friday LeVar Arrington. Friday, 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 Friday night Friday, Friday. is a Football Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Football, football Friday. Drink them. Yeah. Pour them. Drink more. <laughs> Get Still drunk. Tr- a,
2: oh, uh, huh? a football Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. A tradition unlike any other. And so, of course, it makes all the sense in the world. We'd start a football Friday, looking back quickly at the NBA draft. Um, yeah. Now, for for those of you that stuck around for the duration of the draft, I watched a majority of it. Um, Bit rough at times. Uh, It's painful. I'm going to try and not be negative about something, and I want you as somebody who was a high draft pick to try and talk me off the negative ledge, because this is how I feel about it. I I can't. Okay, Victor Wembenyama goes number one overall.
0: when, did when, when, mom, when, mom, number one, mom, when, mom, when, did you
2: when, did you come up with that just now oh Jesus <laughs>
0: When, drafted number one women, 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 NBA draft, women, 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 women,
2: women, 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 You're the only one on this show that could get away with doing that. I gotta be honest. Why? Like, something tells me if I did that, that, I'd be escorted out of here in cuffs. Sam?
0: You gonna let him do that? (laughs) What? You gonna let him do that, Sam? Who gets the button for
2: that? You. I kept my, listen. I didn't say anything. I'm trying. Why not? We're talking X's and O's here with the racist. NBA. Why not? Yeah, thank He's you. Racist. Yeah. Thank you. On, on you, not me. On,
0: on you. Who he talking to? He talking to racist. Yo ass.
2: Um. So here's why. <laughs> here's why I, I'm trying not Who to be talking negative.
0: Talking to, like <laughs> Talk to yo ass. <laughs> here's why
2: I'm trying not to be negative about this. Why? <laughs> oh, uh, Because he has been built up and hyped up so much that I feel like it's nearly impossible to him to live up to any of this. It is over the top, man. And look, LeBron James lived up to the hype. Michael Jordan had some hype. I don't think Michael Jordan's hype was anywhere like this because he wasn't even a number one pick. It feels like we've entered into the Greg Oden type territory. And I'm not trying to do comps of players whose careers didn't work out but it just feels like this is the the second coming and 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 even more so maybe we've never seen anybody like this before and he seems like a great kid and he seems like he's got his head on straight and he's emotional and you know really down to earth and yet he's going to get chewed up and spit out by the oh, wow. by, the daily breakdown that is his career path and the things he does in his NBA career, and something about it doesn't sit right with me. I don't know what it is.
0: You know, I don't know very much about him. I mean, I've seen I've seen like highlights of you know him him doing his thing and and stuff like that, but I don't know very much about him. I'm i I, I want to say, you know and looking at what he brings to the table from his physical stature and just the things that have been stated about him, that, that when uh will, will be a fine basketball player. But I, I, I definitely think that he's possibly going to have to put on more weight. I mean, because it's going to be a physical grind to, to get through all of those games and, and, and bang. But I mean, he's considered to be a skilled big man, like that whole new skilled big man type of deal. And, it, you know, I just – I wonder if he will be quick enough or smooth enough to be able to be a player that does not need to to put on too much size, uh, you know, weight-wise – to, to be effective like, like that's a just the first
2: like a like Durant, a Durant yeah.
0: like a Durant and you see his body's starting to break down a little bit um but Kevin, I just Kevin Durant, wonder
2: to your point I don't think has he ever really changed that drastically physically
0: He's at, at the time He's came bigger in? he's bigger than what he was when but, he was in school
2: But like I look at like LeBron clearly bigger uh, Jason yeah. Tatum even from last year you look at him in the finals to this year clearly bigger I don't know that that Kevin Durant really bulked up to a point to where okay that's a significant difference So yeah maybe Maybe Wemby's got the ability and the skill set to where the weight doesn't matter. Like Chet Holmgren, you remember the guy who came out uh, yeah, and sure. drafted by Oklahoma State, uh, Oklahoma City, rather. I mean, Chet Holmgren, uh, you know that guy is like seven uh, one, a buck thirty. Like he doesn't yeah. even he doesn't even knock anymore. He walks through the keyhole. Like he's like he definitely needs to put on some size. So when it comes to the way these guys just like run the floor, like yeah. Everything I've heard about Victor Wembanyama, though, is unreal skill set. Like, that, yeah, he's going to add size, but maybe to your point, maybe it's not the most, you know, live or die of whether or not his career is going to be successful.
0: Yeah, I don't – it's it's not – people aren't sitting there saying that he's going to be, like, the next Wilt Chamberlain or anything like that. I think they're looking at, like you said, um, he, he puts up good numbers, like – Pretty nice numbers: thirty-six, eleven, you know, four. Like he, he puts up numbers that make you. They make you look at it and say, he has the ability, to to be able to, you know, I I don't, I mean, maybe they're looking at like the reemergence of a Tim Duncan, you know, but with more skill, like. Being able to be like a, a power forward type guy like a Tim Duncan and hit you with that that kind of, you know, the, the little turnaround jumper on right on, along the key or yeah. a little bit more mid-range. Um, but he strikes me as that type of – he looks like a Spurs player. Like, you know, like what a Tim Duncan would look like. Now, that may be a horrible comp. I mean – but.
2: I think it's also borderline offensive. I mean, Sam, we're going to take this. He looks like a Spur. Like, he looks like he a has that
0: Spur. He kind of has that, that Tim Duncan look to we're,
2: him. We're just going to take that? I mean, that's, you that's, think so? that's going to be acceptable, Sam. I mean, Sam, we're just going to take he looks like a Spur. He, he looks like you, he belongs to
0: Thank you. Oh, okay. Wow, you just going to walk him all the way into it, huh? I just, I just, all, all I'll say is he, he does have a decent shot he does have decent dribbling skills but i don't know to say he's like one of those can't miss prospects i just i don't i don't get kevin durant from him in terms of with his ball handling i don't i don't think he handles the ball quite like a kevin durant i mean he's i don't know It's it's just I'm conflicted because he shows dominance. You obviously got to be dominant to be able to go number one. He shows the ability to be dominant, but best best prospect or like can't miss. eh, I'm gonna have to wait and see. Yeah, it's uh... I'm gonna have to wait and see. But he can handle the rock. He can get to the rim. And he can get to the realm. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe like uh, your 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 guy out of out of the Bucks. You know, the, Giannis. He might have like that type of Giannis type of game. Yeah, I mean, it might be he might be the best comp for me is like a Giannis type of game yeah
2: it could uh look I I don't
0: need some development I
2: hope it works out like I said I just hope he doesn't get you know shoot up spit out by the hype train that is the NBA and the quote-unquote bust or disappointment if he falls short early on like look at Joel Embiid was labeled a bust early on in his career and he recovered from the injuries and he's turned out to be a superstar so hopefully uh Hopefully we get a little bit of that from Wemby. It is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. It's LaVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you. We're going to have the usuals coming up later on here on a football Friday. Another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've got some over-unders. You in or you out. It's all yours. A three-hour extravaganza here as we get you set for the weekend. But we do have ourselves another layer to one of the great rivalries in the NFL. And we'll have it for you next. But let me tell you about TireRack.com because I got a question for you. When's the last time you looked at your tires? No, no, no. I mean like a really close inspection. Worn out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. They take longer to stop, not to mention they decrease your vehicle's fuel economy. To check, grab a quarter, stick it in the tread. If you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Head over to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires, shipped fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for 2 years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas as well. They bring the tires to you at home or work and install them on site. Ultra convenient. Go to tirerack.com/sports to see their Yokohama test results and special offers. That's tirerack.com/sports, tirerack.com. The way tire buying should be.
0: At 150. Uh huh. Needing some post drinking? Uh, it, Skirt. yeah, okay. I, I don't even have it in me. Come on, Var. I don't even have it in me on a football Friday.
2: Get a grind through, baby. Oh, I am. I'm here.
0: Here, I, I got just, you. I know the lyrics. On.
2: Come on. Uh, Perry Ellis
0: in Paris. Yeah. yeah. Just like Franco Harris. Oh wait, hold on now. Oh, oh.
2: Come on, throw him back to your uh, your your youth, the great Franco Harris. Come on, yeah, yeah. Well, might be too soon for Frank Franco's army.
0: You you could have chose someone else, maybe. Oh, Keep going. It's not a uh, not taking a
2: slight. Come on, oh, the
0: great oh my Franco gosh. Harris. Did you just bring up Franco. Oh my. Um.
2: Gosh. It oh is. Uh. Gosh, it goodness. is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, I just put <laughs> I put two and two together just now. Uh huh. So. Part of the reason, I would say, among other things, great player, great reputation in the community, Uh, the legendary Franco Harris, also a Penn Stater. So the, he's got to
0: be. You didn't realize
2: that. No, no. I just because I, I I put two and two together in the sense that I know you've always looked up to like Greg Lloyd and and some of the yeah. great longtime Steelers. Growing oh, that's up a Steelers my favorite fan. player of all time. But did you have a, a, a more of an appreciation for Franco Harris when you got to Penn State and realized you guys kind of followed the same path, sort of, so to speak, going to Penn State? But you growing up a Steeler fan, he's got to be on your top five all time favorite Steelers. I mean,
0: Franco is like. The guy, you know, he's like the uh, when you're a Penn Stater, I mean, if you understand the history of Penn State, there's a few names that jump out at you very quickly. Lenny Moore is a name that jumps out you to, at you really quickly. The Redding Rocket Hall of Famer running back for the Baltimore Colts, um, Wally Triplett jumps out at you because that's where the whole we are Penn state came from. if you don't know that story, look that up. Um, Franco Harris comes to mind. Like he's one of the names that jumps out at you. Jack ham jumps out at you. So, I mean, when you talk about the legacy, uh, and the history, the rich tradition and history that, that our program has, Franco Harris is among the Mount Rushmore of, of players. Um, that have not only shown how you do it as a football player, but has ultimately in in the life that he lived, he showed it as, as a philanthropist and he he just did so many amazing things in the community was such a, a leader and not only the Pittsburgh community, but in, um, in the Penn state community, um, it's funny. We were telling the story yesterday. Me and Brandon Short, um, when we first met each other, we played against each other in a three-on-three tournament. And Brandon Short was like one of the highest recruited football players out of western Pennsylvania, like ever. And he was getting recruited by Penn State. And he was getting recruited by everybody. But we played in this three-on-three tournament, and we end up meeting in the championship game. And so I'm in the eighth grade. I'm not even I'm not even in high school yet. I'm going into high school that 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 next school year um, after that summer where we we met each other in this three on three tournament. We're in the game and Brandon Short comes out and they're like, I guess they saw us play. And I was dunking on dudes. I'm in the eighth grade. Going into the ninth grade, I'm dunking on dudes doing crazy stuff. My my older brother was throwing me oops. He was doing crazy stuff. I we mean, had a really good team. Who right? wasn't
2: doing that in the eighth grade? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know it, man. Yeah. So so we get into the game, and the first thing Brandon does is, like, basically just bullies me out of the way and dunks the ball and breaks the, hip. It breaks the rim, pulls the whole rim down, right? So my older brother's like, you're going to let this dude do that to you? Like, you can't let him do that to you. So my brother made a little nice little play. Throws me the ball. I catch the ball in full stride. I go up and I pull the. I break the rim. Like so. Now we've broken two two rims, like almost consecutively in this game. Like like real violent dunks in these in these games. And before we were able to continue the game, here comes this smooth, low key voice. Like hey 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 guys. Hey let's 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 talk for a second here. And it was Franco Harris. Wow. He's like, look, man, if you guys keep breaking my rims, we won't be able to have a tournament. <laughs> He's like, can you please just stay off of my rims? He's like, but golly, you guys are some pretty doggone good athletes. He's like, all right, good luck to you. And he walked off. And that was my first um, encounter with Franco and we ended up losing that game I and mean, the story got a little little deeper and a little further in but um but yeah that was my first time ever meeting Franco and he's just like he was just a larger than life figure man like it was almost like Jesus walked up man like like dang that's Franco like if you understand how football culture is in in Pittsburgh you know it just that that was there was a few guys, if you saw him, it was like, dang, like me and Joe Green was like because of the, the the commercial, you know, here, kid, you know, type deal. You know, Franco was larger than life. He was a larger than life figure, too. So, yeah, man. Yeah, he's a Penn Stater and always proud and, and prideful that, that he um, – You know, he's not only my alum, but he's my, you know, he's a brother. And the the first
2: first thing you see at Pittsburgh Airport, you come down the the elevator. I heard. I I don't
0: know what they're doing. It's not up right now. It's not. I heard it's not up.
2: For those that have never been, when you get to the Pittsburgh Airport, the first thing you see coming down the escalator is George
0: Washington and Franco Harris. The
2: picture of Franco or the mold of Franco Harris. There's a life size.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not like uh, catching the immaculate reception. yeah, Yeah, it's life size. Yeah. Like it's crazy. I I want to say I could be wrong, and I and, and don't quote me on this. I, I'll say this. I'll say this. The uniform is an authentic uniform. Yeah. I don't know if it, I doubt it's the same one he wore, but it damn sure looks like it. It looks good. Yeah, yeah. it looked pretty good. So, uh, but I heard it's not up right now. So huh. I don't I don't know what's going on with Look. that. They got to figure that out. Uh,
2: But it is uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So, Franco Harris was a four-time Super Bowl champion. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He's got all the credentials in the world. And speaking of Super Bowls, this year's Super Bowl could be decided by drugs if you don't think (laughs) so if you don't think so take a listen to Nathaniel Hackett the offensive coordinator of the New York Jets talk about how much control Aaron Rodgers is going to have over that Jets offense there's going to be some freedom with Aaron and Aaron, as we moved forward in the green Bay system, there was definitely more freedom as we went. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to just continue that because I think you got to take advantage of a guy like Aaron that is um, so smart and understands it. So uh, trying to build this thing for him and build it so that when he sees certain things, he can do um, all kinds of stuff and uh, put us in the best position possible. Now, this is a guy, Aaron Rodgers, who is in the midst of giving, I I don't know, tutorials or advice on mushrooms and psychedelics and, <laughs> hey, listen, uh, to their own. Not here to judge. Uh, love me some Aaron It sounds mushrooms. like
0: it. it no, nah, like listen,
2: I just, I've never, I can't stand mushrooms. I've told you that's the most disgusting thing on any item. Like, if there's mushrooms on it, I, 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 I will hire somebody to assault you if you put mushrooms on my food. It oh. is disgusting. It's, it's a fungus. They smell. They weird me out. It just, it, the whole thing creeps me out. So I would never partake in these psychedelics just because they've got the name mushroom attached to them. I don't even know why I like Super Mario Brothers. Like there's mushrooms all over that that goofy game. I and I wa- went and saw the movie with my kid and I should have stormed out of the theater because I realized halfway through, I can't stand mushrooms. Why am I here? But the point is, Aaron so, Rodgers, the idea my favorite part about all this is the idea that it would go any other way. Like he wasn't going to have full control of the offense. Huh. Dude, you're the Jets. You're not in a position to dictate terms to anybody, okay? Whatever Aaron Rodgers wants, you need to do whatever you can to provide it for him. If he wants to take psychedelics on the sideline, like Mark Sanchez ate a hot dog on the sideline years ago, you let him do it. Whatever he wants to do, you just let Aaron Rodgers do it. That is what you signed up for. It's very similar to when Peyton Manning got to the Broncos. To, you brought in everything that he wanted. It was his creation offensively. If you're the New York Jets, the only way this is done is if Rodgers has full control and freedom in the offense, as Nathaniel Hackett pointed out.
0: Huh. Wow. Don't you agree? It makes me feel like this is a fr- a final frontier, so to speak, for the New York Jets. Like, do you lose all hope in consideration of them being a competitive football team to win the Super Bowl? Um, after the Aaron Rodgers tenure.
2: Yes, it's over after that.
0: <laughs> if they don't get it, it's over. Right. Can't that's take it. them seriously yeah. anymore.
2: Well, Robert Sala's gone. Like, if this doesn't work, Sala's gone, Hackett's gone, this really is last shot. This is the last chance for everybody involved. Hmm. And it's all well, tied to Rodgers.
0: If that's the case, and that's how this is being measured and it's being judged, then yes, you're going to make decisions that you feel are the most impactful decisions to make, and I gotta be honest with you, I like Nathaniel Hackett saying this, and the reason why I like him saying it is because it's not enough times, it's not often enough where coaches give players their propers on understanding the game. Sometimes you don't have to over coach, you know and and I feel like that's something that is is you know to me. Historically, things I've seen, coaches can coach themselves out of being able to win games with the quality players that they have. And then now that creates doubt amongst the players. It creates a divide amongst the, the coaches and the players. There's a lack lack of trust. It's just it's it's a difficult proposition to to be a player on a team where you're looking at how something is being done by the coach when you know they're holding back somebody on your roster that could be the difference in, in having success or not.
2: I, I do wonder how often you guys as players would be getting coaching from somebody on the staff, and although you're nodding your head – You're you're like he's full of crap, right?
0: (laughs) I do wonder how often that happens because there have been, bro. There have (laughs) been so many. See now, I mean, I'm talking totally unaware, like dementia kicking in, whatever it may have been. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking, bro. There have been a ton of coaches that just should not have been. They should have not have been on coaching staffs. Like it's like you could see maybe it's the CTE. I don't know what it is, but whatever it was, it was kicking in and they were barely there. But yet they're in positions of decision making power as a coach. And and so yeah not only do you sit there and you roll your eyes, but you just for some of them, you're concerned for them. You know, for others, you're sitting there like, dude, you're just a d bag, man. Like, <laughs> and and you need to take your curmudgeon ass home and 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 get <laughs> get away from. Like, this is not about you. It's not about you. I, I've always said, man. There's like certain coaches, like their egos are so big, and yet they have people thinking that they're the most like god fearing people or you know family oriented people and they're everything but that they're nothing like what they portray to to the public and and then they're so ego driven and so they overdo it with some of the things that they do, and they ruin teams. you've seen it play i'll tell- i I ain't even going to get into calling out names, but I'll tell you what I don't know i <laughs> I don't I don't know this for for certain but I have I have heard from some pretty reliable people that have been close to is it McDaniels or McDaniel Which one Josh Oh uh, Josh McDaniels I yeah. heard he's that type of dude man I've My, heard that before I've heard there's like
2: Mike, he's, there's Mike Vape Daniel and then Josh yeah, McDaniels Okay there's the S Yeah.
0: I've always I've 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 said and I just heard this recently and and not solicited I wasn't like doing an interview or looking for it was just in conversation it's like he doesn't know how to talk to guys um he 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 communicates it you know because I was talking about Bill O'Brien and and somebody brought up Josh McDaniel mcdaniels because they heard me talking about bill o'brien yesterday that's what it was so
2: was this and i I don't mean to cut you off but was this recent or was this went after his tenure i guess
0: it was yesterday that i heard about this because i was talking about bill o'brien on the show yesterday correct yeah yeah so i heard this yesterday somebody was saying basically i heard matt patricia's the same way i heard he's the same way
2: and we we heard a little bit about joe judge too when joe judge took over the giants it was kind of a hard-ass approach and some of the players were like dude what are you
0: they, doing bro they act like I, I don't i just don't understand when guys act that way like like greg williams was look i said i ain't gonna call out no names but <laughs> I, I do radio and i you know, i could care less um <laughs> Greg Williams was, was one of the most be like, he would be little dudes. He would berate dudes. He would, I mean, the things that he would say during meetings and practices is some of the most insanely disrespectful disregard for any type of having human respect that you could have for somebody. It was, it was so bad. And it's like, for what? like what are you getting accomplished by saying the things that you are saying you know you could say what you want to say and 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 the dude was brilliant brilliant football mind um but his way of communicating was so jacked up man and i just think that you can run into situations where You're overdoing it. And that's the point that I'm making. So for Nathaniel Hackett to give that man his props, it's like guys will sit there and be like, Oh, this guy couldn't do anything until I started coaching him. They want all the credit for somebody having success. Maybe Nathaniel Hackett could be one of those type of coaches that says he wants to have the the credit for Aaron Rodgers coming to New York. He wants to have the credit for Aaron Rodgers doing well in New York. It's his coaching. It's his it's his deal. You know, his his uh, his plays that that are are the reason why Aaron Rodgers is doing well and why they're winning. But no, he's he's not doing it that way. I think it gives a level of ownership to to Aaron Rodgers and and a level of, of accountability for someone that was considering. Maybe possibly retiring from the game. I think it's a great move by Nathaniel Hackett because he's giving a public stamp that he bangs with with Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers has been desperately seeking that type of validation and that type of belief from the the, the team he plays for. A plus, so I think it's a great it's a great situation. A plus,
2: if it works, I think Rodgers goes down in history as the first quarterback in the history of the NFL.
0: That was to, okay with talking about getting high.
2: Well, yeah, like doing psychedelics and then six months later hoisting the Super Bowl trophy. Like, I mean, that's that's really something. That would be a huge win for the drug community, I would think. You, you know, which so is really, funny. which is really the You're important so part. So I mean,
0: funny, I'm, bro. I'm
2: just trying to. Try to find uh, the positivity in this whole thing.
0: For the oh, yeah. Crug you got to have
2: Uh It is a big win for hippies if uh, Rodgers can get it done uh, this year in Las Vegas. It is two pros oh, and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox with yeah, you. 22. All right, so we do have ourselves some good news. There was real concern over a story in the world of football, but we've got good news for you, and we'll have it for you next.
1: Two
2: pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. He's Lavar Arrington. I'm Jonas Knox. You can listen to this show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. And don't worry, Brady Quinn will be back. Everybody relax. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are making us a part of your Friday morning, we appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And we do it all...
1: Live, Live from the
2: TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there—an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com—the way tire buying should be. Uh, quick update for everybody out there: uh, What the stunner of the century! Absolute shocking news. Victor Wembanyama went number one overall. Wembanyama. The, uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Yama,
0: Yama, Yama, uh, That was the pick for San Antonio. Yama, yama, yama.
2: Brandon Miller, Scoot Henderson, as Monty mentioned in Scoots her award winning update. Uh, and then you had uh, the Thompson Twins uh, go four and five. By the way, wasn't Thompson Twins, is that a name of like a, a bad 80s band? Like, some, <laughs> like synth pop band? where not they called the Thompson Twins? I'm almost positive. Baby. I don't know.
0: Thank don't you, Coach.
2: Either. By the way, who gets Bill Belichick on the line on a Friday morning? How about that for guest booking on this show?
1: It's already right. been addressed. Thank
2: you, Coach. Again, live via Comrex Field Tap. Uh, Bill Belichick joining us. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the uh, Thompson Twins was like a bad 1980s band. Almost positive. Sam, you're up on that bad music. Isn't that a <laughs> name of a band? Jeez. The Thompson Twins. Okay. Thank you. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Hey, shout out the to Jalen ass. Pickett going to uh the Denver was, Denver Nuggets. I was to I gonna mention that. How about your <laughs> yeah. guy? We are. Yeah. Hey, he's a beast, man. Old school type player, man. You know, love his game. He really, really, uh, if you recall, he really, really gave us some hope and March Madness, man. And uh, you know, we we was making a little little run, making a little push, you know, Jalen Pickett was Grown man, so shots out to him. Congratulations to him, and yes, we are. Uh, by
2: certain. the way, uh, let's go live to our. I have an update on a bad band from the eighties. Insider Iowa Sam for the
0: latest. Okay. Sam. Right.
2: you're you're right on the money there, Jonas. So the uh, Thompson Twins were a British pop band formed yeah. in 1977 in Sheffield. I knew it.
0: Yeah, they sang, it. They Never sang some
2: it. pretty cool songs. Yeah, I think they did. I think they had like a couple of oh, bangers. Some yeah, uh, hold me now. That was a good song. Yeah. Hold
0: me now. Hold yeah, me now.
2: Yeah. Yep. yep. We'll play yeah. that next. All right, yeah. ha, very good. So if you were listening <laughs> uh, like the Breakfast Club or something, so, yeah, probably. <laughs> so if you woke up this morning wondering uh, you know, how the NBA draft was going to be recapped uh, and you and you on your bingo card had in relation to a band from 30 years and ago. Bingo
0: was his name. Oh, <laughs> B I N G O B I N G O B I N G O and Bingo was his name. Oh.
2: Good God. <laughs> All right. Uh, everybody, you start acting <laughs> professional. Uh, they, they, they pay us to talk about sports. Uh, they don't Relax. they don't pay us to, to sit here and sing. Uh, but since we're on the subject, it is a football Friday. Yeah. Get your sweet ass to football come Friday. On. Yeah, come on.
0: Yeah. Friday night in Lava Bay. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> football Friday. Yeah. Welcome. Paco,
2: yeah, catch it, spike it court. It is a football Friday Friday. here on FSR. Uh, Before we uh, wrap up uh, this discussion on the National Basketball Association, (laughs) uh, we do want to point out uh, there was a trade, an interesting deal done in the NBA yesterday. Chris Paul, old CP3, he is heading to the Golden State Warriors. So the Wizards traded CP3 to the Warriors in exchange for Jordan Poole and a couple of draft picks down the road. And it felt like that was, uh, at some point, that was going to run its course, especially after Jordan Poole got smoked in practice by Draymond Green, uh, they gave him a contract as kind of a make good. But it seemed like uh, the clock was ticking on that relationship, and so now Chris Paul and the thought is he's going to come off the bench for the Warriors. That he will, uh, he will come off the bench in Golden State, uh, and maybe this will be the best thing for him at this point in his career. That's what it feels like. Because uh,
0: I don't know. Up there in age. I, I, you know the the whole. It's interesting because Jordan Poole leaves and. Perceivably, maybe Draymond is leaving too. You know, he denied the the contract uh, extension. So it's interesting to see how that's going to, to pan out because he's playing his hand. He's put his cards on the table and put his chips in the middle of the table. And we're going to have to see, like, when they turn the cards over, you know, who's bluffing and who isn't. Uh, but I, I'll say this. Um, to think that Jordan Poole would solely leave because of what took place uh, with Draymond Green, I, I don't know. I might, I might say that one is a tad bit debatable, just because of current, you know, status. Like I, I if if you had to choose between Jordan Poole and Draymond Green, and Dr- and Draymond Green is sounding like he's wanting a max contract or close to a max contract with what he's doing. I mean, which one do you choose? I,
2: I I would choose Well, I think I don't think he's getting anywhere close to a max contract. But and and the feeling is that he'll be back in Golden State. This is just negotiating and and he can opt out, so he's going to opt out and make more money. It's kind of similar to Chris Middleton in Milwaukee who opted out of his deal, but the feeling is that he'll, you know, it's more likely than not that he's going to be back. I I just think for the fabric of that team, Draymond Green means a lot more than Jordan Poole does. I just, and, and look, even before he got cracked, there was some thought that Jordan Poole was not really a well liked guy there. Like he kind of rubbed people the wrong way. He was very, uh, he's kind of annoying to a lot of teammates. So that, that Dang, had built up that? for a while.
0: You got all that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Tank. And and, uh, and that's <laughs> that had built up for a while, and then he got uh, he got punched in the face in practice. Although,
0: I don't know how. So so was martial law? Is what you're saying? Hey, listen, you know.
2: Oh wow. Hey, law dog, law don't go around here. <laughs> you know, you saw tombstone. <laughs>
0: I know what you was referencing, yeah, my G. You know. I, I was right there with you. Yeah. Well, so, uh, hey, Low dog. <laughs> hey, dog. Hey, get, law, don't go, don't fly can, around here. You got to
2: wrap someone on the beer, get some respect around here. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ike Clanton, man. <laughs> I clad was such a smelly slob.
0: I'm your huckleberry. Yeah, I'll be your huckleberry.
2: Uh, so that is uh, that's the situation. Chris Paul back in uh, in the state of California, nowhere near Kardashian. Let's hope. Based on those rumors that Kanye started a couple years ago, just wanna wanna be clear here. Looking out for the uh, for the betterment of Chris Paul. So we've oh, got okay. that stuff.
0: You think he has enough left to to participate in a way where he can make Golden State better?
2: I think I think he's got enough left on the uh, coming off the bench. I just wonder, from an ego standpoint, how that lands with him.
0: Well, if you're going there to begin with, you know you're not going there for it to be your team in any way, shape, or form. Right. In no type of manner, in at no all. type of way, zero. <laughs> so I don't think like there. you you accept this this situation, and you're going into it. I think you come into it with a level of understanding that you can be a positive contributor to this team in such a great way. And probably the biggest way is knowledge, wisdom, and guidance is what I would say. A a leadership quality that doesn't have to be overpronounced, but the respect of who Chris Paul is and what he's been able to accomplish in this league, I think would go over well in in that locker room. And he's not being looked at to be a franchise guy for them. He's not obviously a a guy coming off of the bench to do um, relief duty or to provide a different wrinkle that, that teams may have to start preparing for depending on how much time he gets coming off of the bench. But if he can return to a level where he was at, what, a year ago? Like, a season ago?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's probably been, like this past year, he wasn't, they were the lowest He wasn't numbers. as good. Yeah. and,
0: I, and I, I, I think his health was just very much in question, but the year before, I mean, I think he did fairly well, if my my memory serves yeah, me he, correctly. still
2: productive, still a key part of that team. I just, I, I, I hope he embraces it just from the standpoint, I love seeing players when they get older in their career who take on a new responsibility or a new role and have success. Larry I Fitz- don't like like okay, when Larry Fitzgerald went moved to the slot, there was some thought that man, that's a difficult transition. But it's different. But, it, different. but he that's still different. delivered. And then, you,
0: when, like when Vince Carter became a like kind of like a reserve player, I didn't like it.
2: Okay, what about when Charles
0: Woodson switched to safety? You, you're staying in football. I, oh, I, yeah, it's I football think it's Friday. different. Yeah, it is plus we'd like Friday. to keep our listeners. So. But we're talking basketball, Joe. I know. I'm just saying, like, if if he can embrace that, like Charles Woodson, like I mean, yeah, I mean, God dang, Charles Woodson you balled like out as a safety, made you sit there and wonder, like, why you ain't play safety the entire time, bro. Like you're you're really good at safety, um, but I just, you know, I look at I look at embracing a limited role as for someone like him who has had to deal with the injuries. That's got to be a relief, right? Like, yeah. I get to enjoy making an NBA wage, being Chris Paul, and being on a team that has the, the the pieces to be able to make a run and try to win it, and I don't have to be looked at as the savior of this team. They don't have to lean on me to produce, you know, game in and game out. I can just kind of cruise. I can start cruising now.
2: You know I want do you think LeBron James will ever come off the bench in his career? No. I was just thinking about that.
0: Like I, He did. He did come off of the bench that when he came back from that injury. But I, mean, I think outside anything to that capacity, like that's his role. That would be no different than seeing the guys that like seeing a Vince Carter or, you know, some of the guys that you, you see, you know, being on the bench after they've been such positive contributors to, to teams as starters. That's just weird to me, man. Yeah. That's weird.
2: like some people are, are can handle uh, the backup or reserve role and then some people it just doesn't doesn't land right. And you know maybe Chris Paul it'll land right and next thing you know he's competing for an NBA championship but yeah the uh, the Jordan Poole era is over and and all he got was a, a championship ring 180 million dollars and punched in the face. Was it worth it? But and also do Yes it was. Do you think do you think that's gonna eat at him that he never got his revenge? Like never one time, like Draymond's going up for a rebound in practice. I and mean, he just Jeremiah
0: Trotter in. Jeremiah Trotter sucker punched me and I won't say it eats at me, but I wish I could have whipped his ass though. I wish I wish we could have shot a fair one. You know, I I really do. I would shoot a fair one with him today. One hundred percent. Like today? Like today. <laughs> I'd shoot a fair one with him. Yeah. And I know he just went through some personal stuff, so, uh, you know, shots out, but. I would love to whoop his ass.
2: Well, listen, I mean, uh, maybe uh, maybe one day you'll discover that you'll have an opportunity to do that. And speaking of which, <laughs> at the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically doubles good? all the cash back you've earned. <laughs> that's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com forward slash match. All right. So it is two pros and a make, cup of, that of that Joe make here. that the segment
0: provocative? Uh, <laughs> you know that's going to make its rounds. Of course. That dude had the nerve to tell a bogus-ass story about what he did. He he tried to talk like he was Mike Tyson that knocked me out. Like, I stepped to him. He dipped, he bobbed, he weaved, and knocked me cold. Like, come on, man. I looked, I looked at your soft ass right in the eyes, and you ain't had nothing for me. I turned to sit back down because you ain't had nothing for me, and the dude popped me in my ear, man. Can you – like what type of dude oh, does that? Equilibrium shot, huh? Oh bro, he he, he put me down now, though. I wanna eat his children. <laughs> he put me down. He hit me right in my ear. He he, he jacked up my uh what's the what's the joint in your ear? Your he, he ruptured my eardrum or something like that. He hit me pretty good. It was a good one. I tell you what though, hey Jonas. Did he did oh, wait he didn't that, knock you out, did he? Oh, he knocked me I I I might have been out for a second, but I can, listen, I came like like, uh, energy came like bro. The whole linebacking room had to jump on me to keep like restrain me from getting to him. I couldn't get to him. You remember when they was holding Clubber laying back? He was like, ah, ah, ah. You remember that? Like they was yeah. holding him back and then he he messed around and hit Polly in the chest, and Polly ended up dying. Bro, I had an energy in me in that moment. It took literally like six dudes to hold me down. And they ran him out of the room, like I was going to try to rip his arms off of his body, dog. Like I was, I, I had the strength of like twenty men in that moment. I just couldn't get them dudes up off of me, though. They was pulling my pet, my pants was coming down, everything. I, w- I, I was trying, I was trying, Jonas. I was trying to get to him. They wouldn't let me get to him. Yeah,
2: I'll let you get to
0: him. I love to get that 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 run back though. I would love to get that run. Back.
2: Well, I mean, listen, uh, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are apparently going to going to fight in a cage. Are they really? We should get happen. on the
0: card. I don't, we should like, get on the undercard. I,
2: I actually can't believe that that's a, a real thing that could happen. That Elon Musk and Mark that Zuckerberg would
0: be the softest ass pillow fighting fight ever in the history of pillow yeah, fight. Yeah. Their hands probably feel straight like. A baby's ass, man. yeah, not like my my rugged hands. You know what I mean, you got rugged hands, bro. Yeah, You know, you should lotion, man. I don't know, lotion, how use man. lotion. What are you talking hand about? Look at those hands,
2: they're, they're, I don't use any lotion. I've never used hand lotion in my life. Never one time
0: in my life. I don't know you're what you're talking soft ass head You no, got you. you. You would be right in that thing with with Elon and and Zuckerberg. Soft hand. Cats. Look at those
2: hands. <laughs> uh, like Levar shook my hand one time, and he's like, man. He's like, you've been wrestling alligators? Like,
0: why are your hands so soft, yeah. dog? Yeah, you know. Like, that's, that grosses me out. It weirds me out when I shake a man's hand and his hand is soft like a woman's hand. Like, that weirds me out a little bit, Ooh. Man. I ain't going to lie.
2: My, uh, Your
0: hand shouldn't be soft, man.
2: My, my like, hands feel like Carson Wentz's neck.
0: I don't believe that. Yeah. Bumps everywhere. I don't, I don't all believe tore that. Up. No, yeah. I don't believe that. Your story, man. Hands no. mechanic over You're here. you saying you got a third guy. eye in the middle of your palm? No, definitely don't. <laughs> That'd be blinking. <laughs> definitely don't. I don't have any of that.
2: Uh, it is, uh, again, <laughs> two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. So coming up next, we do have ourselves some great advice. This is advice from a future Hall of Famer in the NFL, and this is going to get you set for your weekend, not only in the world of sports, but in your personal life. And you're going to hear from him and hear a story about him. That's next. But let's talk about tire rack. Because when's the last time you looked at your tires? No, 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 I mean like a really close inspection. Worn out tires are a danger to you, your passenger, and other drivers. They take longer to stop, not to mention they decrease your vehicle's fuel economy. To check, grab a quarter, stick it in the tread. If you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Head over to tirerack.com. Use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires fast and free to you're one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. They bring the tires to you at home or work and install them on site. Ultra convenient. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Oh, oh,
1: oh